Josh, do you want to pull a card from No Wrong Answers? Because we have nothing else to talk about because that's our whole lives as this Because it's all we talk about. All right, we're just going to yeah. do a random one. Yeah, do it. Ring, ring, God's on the phone, and they want to <laughs> send you back in time to invent a dinosaur. What is it called, and what does it look like? Should we co-create a dinosaur? Yeah, let's co-create a dinosaur. Let's co-create a dinosaur. Um, huge, huge knockers. <laughs> So the first word that came into the first pun that came into my head was please me asaurus. So uh, I think we're maybe secretly, I don't know if these are on the same page or if they're completely different ideas, but we're going to pull them together. Cause this is, you know, we paid too much money on improv classes to not be like, yes, yes. <laughs> yes and. <laughs> so hot huge pink. knockers, huge hot knockers, pink. hot pink. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of seeing a Dolly Parton vibe. <laughs> it opens its mouth, its mouth, and instead of being like, it's just like some at a bed and double to the kitchen. It's just like Jolie, Jolie. That's and then you see it's like other ones in the forest. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm imagining you know the moment in Jurassic Park where with the like. <laughs> and they're like all of them open like start doing their call at the same time but all of them are like jolene jolene <laughs> blonde hair big blonde hair <laughs> so hold on dinosaurs with big blonde hair i'm just so what what you're a mate what you're creating is imagine like a dinosaur where you've drawn on boobs and put it in a wig is that what, you, <laughs> what we created Oh my god, tiny waist. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, it, it uh, it's it's really long, huge 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 boobs and a tiny waist. Do you know that quote from Dolly Parton? So, she got she got asked once how she kept her waist so thin, you know. Yeah. The male gaze kind of question. Sure. And she answered, "Well, honey, things don't grow in the shade." Implying that her boobs were big enough. Oh! That there wasn't enough sunlight for her waist to grow. I'm picturing that at a press conference and she says it. And I'm sitting there in the press conference pool. Yeah. And everyone else, she says that and everyone goes, woo! And I'm just sitting there like, <laughs> yeah. what? <laughs> What's the shade? <laughs> Josh, so are we good with, uh, what is it? A, a partner? Please. Well, we I had said please me asaurus, but I don't like that. Uh, what about like a Dolly Parton adactyl, something like that? Oh, I like that Parton adactyl, Parton adactyl, yeah, 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 because yeah. it's like what you put asaurus dactyl, um, raptor, adon at the Ooh. end. Ooh, uh, pardon, uh, partonadon, Dollywood, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Being a Nurse, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we're here to bring you the earnest and sincere topics of the day, which apparently is just a dinosaur dress up this week. That's all it ever is in my head. Yeah. Before we get into the episode, uh, you know, we were just playing No Wrong Answers. You probably found have either heard us yelling about No Wrong Answers and, you know, just, we've... Just out our window, just opening it up 
every day at five o'clock screaming no wrong answers game.com we're not, yes. good at, we're not good at advertising yeah exactly or you're listening to the podcast for the first time because you bought no wrong answers and realized that we existed and either way thank you for listening thank you so much or you're my mom hi mom <laughs> Paula, what's our topic this week? Our topic this week is la 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 lemons. I don't know why I said it like that. That was so stupid. Lemons. It's okay. Well, now, well now I have to. Now I have to. When I edit, I have to write it out that way. <laughs> I just was thinking, like, what's like a festive way to say lemons, and that came out. It just wasn't good. It had very. Um, like uh monster truck vibes to me like <gasps> like this sunday we're having lemons i love a monster truck rally you know i've never been to a monster truck rally but sitting there as a little boy in suburban boston watching those monster truck rally commercials when it would come through and they do the touring version of it rave digger yeah right <laughs> which you would think that you're making up a funny name but like no, no. grave digger is a storied that is one monster of the most, truck. That's one of the most famous monster trucks and the best one. Really? Yes, that was. Uh, so you've never been? I've never been, oh, but Paula. The second, the second we're out of this, the second monster truck rallies are back. We're going. Yeah, I mean, the, add it to the list. That medieval times. Oh, well, I've been there several times too. Yeah. <laughs> I I have been I have been kicked out of medieval times, though. That part's not a joke. So um, I might not be allowed back in. What did you did you run around being like? It's 2019. Where's your cell phone? <laughs> hey, loser! Uh, no, no. We my friend thought the prince was cute, and so we were trying to give him the number, and we ran up on a platform to leave it on his little podium, and they were not happy. <laughs> mm, got it. Yeah. Got it. Because you we break were, the uh, illusion. Yeah, you know that thing where you're just like with your friends and. You're so sugared up because we all got the like virgin pina coladas and you just, <laughs> you just feel like you're in middle school. Sure. Like I sure. think that happened. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. it got with, it. Uh, it was with, um, uh, Megan Stolter. People know her. Uh, and so me and her ran up the steps and they were like, you cannot be up here. And yes. <laughs> That's <we> so ran. <laughs> funny. I like the idea that like, everything about medieval times is medieval and that it would be like, <laughs> it'd be like, all right, well, we need to take your hand now. <laughs> like, like we saw you do it and you're like, I didn't do it. And you're like trial by combat. Sorry. <laughs> you have to go inside there and you have to fight someone and there's real swords this time. This, this does make me think now there is medieval times. Um, there is also Dolly Parton stampede, which is mm -hmm. medieval times, but the civil war. Ugh. 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 Uh, what other what time zone would you like to see a reenactment like a restaurant reenactment of what kind of what kind of time zone time, time zone, zone? <laughs> what kind of yeah eastern mountain <laughs> central Greenwich mean <laughs> um no like what kind of time period would you most like to sit around in a round room while eating a chicken leg directly from the bone with your hands what would you like to watch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which which is best suited to theater in the round? Yes. Like a dinner theater in the round? Yes. Thinking out loud, the thing that works with medieval times is that it's far enough away. Because what I don't want is like the 50s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where, it's Where like, like somebody's grandpa's like, that's not how it happened. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. 
Well, and and medieval times is kind of like the right period in that. Yeah, like I guess you you know medieval history, but like sure, most people don't. So you yeah. can you can the I mean there is like huge Josh. I cannot stress enough. Huge portions of the medieval times show where horses are just prancing, right? Sure. I don't sure. know if that's accurate. I don't know if they watch that. There's hawks. Okay. All right. Yeah, sure. Bring on those medieval hawks. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if it's like, you know, I would actually pay money to watch a like Regency era drama like <laughs> dance. You know, like a like a um Pride and Prejudice, Jane Eyre, you know, like that kind of like period piece. Like you just get to, it's almost like they do the like big, like Bridgerton dances where people are like the debutantes are coming out and they're all flirting by staying by this based on the, the negative space in between them, but they're all mic'd up and you get to watch. And it's almost like you can follow individual characters <laughs> as it's going through. You can place bets on who's going to get together. You can watch as the band plays and you, there's always one person who's too drunk. It's just, you get to be a fly on the wall. I think that that is what I want. And that's a very funny one because everything is so subtle. So yes. what you're watching, <laughs> so like medieval times, you know, they're like literally jousting each other. This is like the brush of a wrist. <laughs> No, yeah, no, I I like that, you know, I think this one is maybe COVID proof in that you could kind of like all of them are wearing like body cams, like in their lapels or things like that. And you can be like, oh, no, I want the Mr. Darcy feed. Oh, so you uh, are sitting in a control room. Yeah, well, so you get to choose who you're, maybe these are different, le- maybe this is an event we need to put on and this is a VIP <laughs> level ticket that we are. It seems virtual at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also I do like the idea that it's a big room where you can barely, yeah, that you can barely see the small like intricacies of the moment. As you're eating chicken with your hands. Oh yeah, you have to be eating chicken with your hands. That's the only requirement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that is the carry through. That's a good one. That's a good one. Thank you. Thank you. What about you? I think I'm going to go completely opposite. Mm-hmm. And I think I would go with the future. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so fun? Because it could be like, oh, the year 2851. And it can be very like, this is actually an amazing idea. So TM, TM, TM. Very space, very like a, like the 1950s idea of like what 2000 would be like. You know, like very silver outfits, little jumpsuits. Very Jetsons. Very Jetsons. Very kind of like fake planet type thing. Mm-hmm. But I think the fun, and I think there's like a play, very fun, and we can invent things because like it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> so you can just kind of be like, this is the dance of the aliens. And then like all these people in little green suits come out. But I think we got to keep <laughs> throughout it all. We mm-hmm. reference things that happen in quote 2022. So it's things that completely change the face of history Mm, yeah i'm reading a book right now that takes place because it was written in the 90s and it takes place partially in like 2060 something and partially in 2015 to 2020 and it's a very weird thing to be like that didn't happen (laughs) yeah but yeah what mm." i think josh i think you are completely right i'm i'm wrong it should not be things that happen in 2022 it should be in this, we're like, it's the year 3000, but we're constantly referencing things from 2018, but those things did not happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just so gaslighting a new version yeah. of history. Yes. 
Yes. And so, you, you know, we're, we're like, no one can be mad at the historical accuracy of this futuristic show, but 2018 is 100% wrong. Yeah, 100% wrong. <laughs> and small things. We're like, it's like in the in the album or in the um in this reenactment, they, they keep being like, it's like the 2018 Grammy Award album of the year, Scorpion by Drake. And it's like <laughs> everyone knows it was Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves that one. So yeah, it's exactly. extremely easy to prove wrong. Yeah, right. Because Golden Hour is clearly the superior album from that year. There were a bunch of really amazing albums that year, but it's a transcendent album. And everyone's like, why are they hinging this all on fake 2000? <laughs> yeah, what agenda do they have? <laughs> that they're like <laughs> trying to change specifically the year 2018. <laughs> what happened to them in the year 2018 that they needed to erase? What are they hiding? It's all a lie. <laughs> and then it just clearly is like somebody. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Well, it's just someone like trying to get back together with their ex. Exactly. Is the whole the entire the entire like, premise of this? It's, it's a Gatsby situation. It's like in 2018 where I didn't say something mean to Derek at dinner. Yeah. <laughs> you remember this trip we took, honey? We were so happy on it. <laughs> but yeah, but it's a it's like kooky millionaire who's made money by crazy means. That uh, is, yeah, is throwing this entire themed event so that oh, so that one person will show up one time. Mm. It really is Gatsby. Yeah. Oh, but even better. <laughs> Eat shit, F. Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Paula, <laughs> lemons or limes? <laughs> Um, I'm a lemon girl through and through. Mm, interesting. Um, I think I'm, I think I'm more pro lime in most cooking that I'm doing. Like if I want like a little bit of like, you know, a little bit of acid to whatever I'm doing, you know, add sal salt, fat, acid, and heat. Thank you. Sure. Samine. Um, we, uh, you know, I'll throw some lemon on something, but like when it comes down to it, I think I want to like, I I'm, I'm all about the limes. I think limes have a more interesting flavor. Who knew after all we've been through that this is what was going to tear us apart? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The legal <laughs> battle starts now. Uh, no, I mean, you know, you really want to dive into it. I like limes. Sure. I just also like lemons. So is that helpful? <laughs> is this good listening? Hey, listeners, I will give you all a second to grab a pen. And grab some paper. So we're just gonna we're just gonna soothing talk you through this. So go ahead and pick that up and take the lid off the pen. Okay. So take this down. Paula is fine with limes and also likes lemons. She just tends to buy lemons because they're more versatile. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Interesting. They're more versatile. I don't know. I don't know that I agree. I like a like I like a lime marinade. You know, I'm just I'm wiggling my shoulders. Joshua, <laughs> Joshua P. Linden. Yeah. I run a lean cuisine blog. <laughs> How many goddamn marinades do you think I'm making in a week? <laughs> sure. 
<laughs> versus I'm imagining you thinking that my fridge is just full of various like meats and vegetables sitting in plastic <laughs> bags being like they'll be ready soon <laughs> each with a different date on it yeah well actually fun fact so um ceviche the like fish dish from <laughs> Peru um it when you put it in acid for long enough it actually technically chemically counts as cooking fun fact about ceviche yeah right <laughs> that's how you started that yeah but, hey hey guess what it's your fun ceviche fact of the week yeah <laughs> yes yes i have heard that yeah like chemically it does the same thing as heat to the fish which is interesting now look i'm i'm eating a key lime pie sure i i have no i have no problems with limes i don't want people to think i'm a lime hater yeah <laughs> i personally Saw a blogger once say, drink lemon water in the morning. So now I buy lemons and forget to put it in my water. Like, that's just my path. Sure, sure. You don't hear about scurvy much anymore, huh? <laughs> we've all got our, we've all taken enough citrus. You know what I mean? We've got enough vitamin C that we don't, we don't get scurvy. But like, how funny would it be to like, in the pandemic, I mean, no, a- anyone getting any disease is not funny, but it yeah. would be kind of like, <laughs> it would be, what if I was like, sorry, I can't record today. I haven't had enough vitamin C. I, I somehow got myself scurvy by just sitting in my apartment as opposed to being out at sea. <laughs> I can see it happening. I bet you there's people who, I bet there's people walking around right now with scurvy. Mm, it's the public health crisis we're not talking about. <laughs> scurvy is one of those diseases that is, um, it's very sad, Right. Very preventable. There's no way that like a doctor isn't like you have scurvy. <laughs> right, you have to say like, it. Like, like even if you like have this and it sucks and like you need treatment, like I feel like no one. I feel like the doctor's not taking you seriously. Yeah, the, the doctor's everyone, like everyone hears you say you have scurvy and they're like, "Arr, <laughs> like, ahoy!" I have a, I have an illness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly it's like i need treatment and i i don't feel good right now i feel withered it's like ah you're gonna walk the plank everyone's like please please stop this like yeah because that's the actual thing is that the hippocratic oath that doctors take is about doing no harm physically emotionally emotionally they can do whatever they want to just absolutely it doesn't count to sick burns <laughs> um do you want to hear some symptoms of scurvy sure now we'll go to late symptoms of scurvy sure because in beginning symptoms are just like the symptoms that are of everything and and i'm looking at this being like well i do feel fatigue so i probably <laughs> have it listen to how horrible this is this disease that we have made a joke of swollen spongy purple gums loose Ugh. teeth bulging eyes scaly skin very dry hair that curls and breaks off close to the skin opening of previously healed scars premature stopping of bone growth that sounds absolutely so painful, so horrible. Whoever is going through this is very ill. And we're like, arr, for the plank. <laughs> yeah. 
Also, the idea that, like, the way that you described that is also, like, good Halloween costume. Every <laughs> single one of those things is, like, feels like it's maybe a, like, Jekyll and Hyde description. I mean, I'm telling you, I think being a pirate would be the absolute worst thing in the world. Mm. Horrible career. Bleeding swollen gums all the time. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to smell bad. Yeah, there's like a weird hierarchy thing where you never know where you are, where you have to constantly be like fighting. Yes. Yeah, but also you're outside the law. Hey, that's You true. have to pay taxes. That is true. That is true. Absolutely. Not that taxes are bad. Taxes are important. There, It's an important part of our government. So that, sure. yeah, but. I mean, I just, I just think it'd be a really crappy job. I think great, great costume, crappy job. And I say this as the descendant of a pirate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe no. Yeah, you know, do you think that uh, deep down your family tree is just upset that you didn't take on the family business? <laughs> <laughs> if people are, if people are, do not know this, uh, I, I did the like tracing your family back. I got very into the genealogy thing. And my 15th or 16th great grandfather was a pirate king from the Netherlands. There is an episode... Oh, gosh, a while ago where we go into it in real detail. So, you know, check out the backlog. Can't tell you which one it was. Yeah. (laughs) You have to listen to all of them to figure it out. (laughs) Boost those download numbers. (laughs) So there was this book uh, at my grandparents' house in New Hampshire that had this whole, the whole premise was basically like that the town was going to do something. And then there was an old crotchety man named, I think old man Sneed who sucked on lemons. Hot, hot name. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it ended up that his, his face ended up stuck that way or something like that. Like that was the punishment. I don't remember. I could look it up, but what I want to talk about here is that for some reason, you know, it's one of those things where like this book, exists only in the realm of my grandparents' house, which they don't live in anymore, but like it can't exist anywhere else in my mind. It's like, it's so tied to that physical space. And like, when I think of someone just going out a lemon, it's specifically this book and this like that my face could get puckered up like that. And it's just wild to me. I don't know that I have like a question here, but just like, I have such a strong association with that, one specific book in that one specific place then like it only exists in the grand like the grandparent verse like like if i saw that in a house of someone who was under 65 i'd be like where did you get this and who did you kill to get it you're not supposed to have this yeah yeah are are there anything like that for you where you've got like no if i have like specific things uh that's like a book or tv or something because i feel like we brought our own but um i do think of that with uh the the davenports so you would never say the couch you would always say go on the davenport interesting mm-hmm. and uh my grandpa had one of those uh bikes like a pre-peloton where it was just like like a stationary oh bike yeah with the fan like, so oh, yeah, my grandparents had the same thing. Yeah, where it was in, yeah. like, their, their like, uh, one of their addition rooms. It was, like, just, it was there. Yes, yes. And so we were very obsessed with that. And then yeah, just trying I, to make that go very fast. Yeah, we would do the exact same thing. Try to see how fast it would go. Yeah. And then, like, or me and my brother would sit 
like it and get like blasted by the wind yes. of the thing as I pedaled and then we'd switch and do the yes. same. What a specific thing. What a specific thing. Yes. I haven't thought about that in years. And, but you're not going to like go to the store and like buy that. You know what I mean? No, no. And also like, there's lots of much better versions of this, but like, I want fan bike. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Wow. Wow. What a thing that I didn't realize was still in my memory. Yeah. It's lodged in there. Yeah. We also did, um, my parents, my grandparents had the game Tiddlywinks. What the hell is the game Tiddlywinks? It's almost like you just have these like little discs that are like quarter size and you, you use them to like flick other ones into a cup. You like use physics to try to like flip something into a cup, which sounds lame, and like I'm making it up on the spot. Yeah, it doesn't. It sounds like you're trying to pitch a second game that we launch. You're like, and you flip the piece into the cup, and you get points. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's great. It's wonderful, and like it's it's like a very simple game that feels very dated, but in a way that is approachable and oh, only fun. lives at my grandparents' house. How fun. And also the fact that my grandma made, uh, for years, the only thing she would make was breaded chicken. It was the only, cause it was like for all the cousins, it was like, here, here is the point of the, like the Venn diagram of all of our weird child diets and like things we would or wouldn't eat was like, baked breaded chicken and then it just continued through the next like 10 years once we all were like not children anymore and would eat real food it was like well no all we're ever gonna have there is breaded chicken i i think also at some point she's probably just like well this is a lot easier than having to think yeah probably rather than thinking about but like it's almost like it's when you do something long enough that you're like you do it once, you're like, that was fun. You do it another time, that was, was good. And then you do it like three or four times and you're like, okay, well, you know, I don't know. This is yeah. getting repetitive. And then you pass that point of repetition where it's like, mm, it's tradition now. Yeah. Now this, this is, is like, this is fun. We've got a streak going. Yeah. It's now we're not, now we're not tired of this. Yeah. <laughs> now we love it. Yeah. Now we celebrate it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, my well, my grandma was a, a good cook. I don't think there was anything like she specifically would only make. I do remember in the kitchen because my grandparents lived on a farm, and this would have been like you know two thousand. There was this very convoluted machine that constantly was showing farm numbers, hmm. and we also really liked that just to stare at it. Sure, sure. <laughs> farm numbers, you know, farm numbers. Sure. What if it was like the Nasdaq? <laughs> And you're like, yeah, because we're on a farm. It's farm numbers. But yeah, like, it's no, farm numbers. Your grandparents were like, no, we're like very heavily invested in a couple very volatile stocks. Or what if they were spies and it wasn't farm numbers? It was codes. I have to go. <laughs> hey, wait. What if your grandparents were Avengers? No, they were. Yeah, sure. sure. But they also saw farm numbers, you know, like they're they're unrelated. Yeah, yeah sure. 
What do you think farm numbers are? Uh, it's something to do with the price of wheat or the price of corn or something. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there is a boring and real answer to that. I think that's going to do it for us. I think that's going to do it for us. <laughs> Hopefully this wasn't a lemon of an episode. <laughs> Josh prefaced this by saying, I don't worry. I have a really good joke for this part. <laughs> <laughs> We've screamed it from the rooftops, but if you do want to get our conversation card game, No Wrong Answers, you can get that at NoWrongAnswersGame.com, or if you're in Chicago, you can get it at Foresighted. You can get that for curbside pickup or in-store. We love Foresighted. They're great. Um, If you get it when this comes out, it's possible they're sold out for a couple of days, but if not, uh, check back in a day or two, or you can get it at NoWrongAnswersGame.com. Yes, I will say... uh... (laughs) I know that they are on, we love Foresighted so much. I know they're on their last couple of decks. Like I think literally last couple of decks. This is very boring shipment stuff, but uh, there's more coming into them. We have uh, heard from a couple people who have stopped by Foresighted and they were sold out. Um, just, you know, the way that, that things work, you know how it is. So I would say if you are planning on going to Foresighted to buy the game, I would give them a call to make yes. sure they have it. Yes. Yeah, but give them your business. They're a wonderful small business. Yes, we love them. And if you want to check out our brand spanking new website, oh. our NoWrongAnswersGame.com, uh, you can use the code POD, P-O-D, 10, the number 10, P-O-D, 10, for 10% off your next purchase. And also, we did launch last week, this week, our brand new newsletter, a very earnest newsletter. Um in which Josh and I highlight three things that we are just loving that week. Some of it's new, some of it's old. And we also uh, show a a few friends projects that we're really loving. So uh, if you would like to subscribe to that, I believe you can subscribe just by going to NoWrongAnswersGame.com, entering in that cute little email address. Yeah, if you want to subscribe, you can also go to bit.ly forward slash very earnest newsletter. And that'll bring you to the subscription page, and then it'll hit your inboxes. We're thinking every other Friday, just a little Friday pick-me-up. It'll hit when it hits, honey. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you again to Ryan Cruz for our beautiful logo. You can follow her on Instagram at at rbcruiser. And thank you to Dylan Dutch for our wonderful theme song. You can follow his music project, Death Love, everywhere you listen to music. Let me tell you what, I was driving around yesterday playing playing music because it was nice out and it is the perfect music to player for that and until next week just remember there's nothing better than a bike that's also a fan that's true that's true wind beneath your wings yeah (laughs) bye everyone thank you have a good week